Hi, this is Michelle Madison. My co-host John and I have been doing podcasts since 2005, and some of that content, like Warcraft Outsiders, was premium on our app for our main show, Video Game Outsiders. But we've recently decided to share some of that content with you, and although it comes out like a week later, we still think it might be interesting, so we hope you enjoy the show. I come to cleanse this land. By the light, be reborn! You have chosen a path of darkness. Shadows, be gone. Hi everybody, welcome to Warcraft Outsiders. It is Priest Week. We're going to talk about all of the things that make the priest special, unique, That's some right. Lore. A priest <laughs> is a religious leader. Not always. Not Authorized wow. to perform the sacred rituals of a religion. Okay. Do you, are you behind that? I mean, is I that okay? You, I know you like this reading about <laughs> priests in real life and warriors and warlocks, but I don't really yes. have any interest in priests in real life. Uh-huh. I do have interest in priests in World of Warcraft because they're my favorite class, even though they weren't the first class I played. And we're going to go through all the specs, like I said, in a bit. But before we do that, let's jump into kind of what else we did in the game this week. So I did actually go into the alpha now beta and I checked out the covenant choice thing. So basically, they sort of throw you in this room and you get a quest and it's like choose and you see sort of four people standing around and obviously one from each covenant and you talk to them and you get to see the transmog, like the gear for your character. You Mm -hmm. get to see the mount and you get to see your class ability. Wait, you're at a point where you're choosing your covenant? Yeah, like you can create a character. Or it's a mock? Yeah, like you basically can create like a level 60 character and they let you go in there and choose your covenant. As if you already did all the the four covenants. Yes, so I didn't want to spoil it, but I just wanted to see that experience. So, yeah, Why did you do that? You just went through the whole mock ceremony? Kind of. So you see the class ability, also the signature ability, because every covenant has something everybody gets, but also something specific to your class. So, yes, I did that, and I chose Revendreth, which I'm probably going to choose my Warlock. My Priest is obviously going to be doing Kyrian. I just feel like it's a good thing for Disc. It's a good fit in, in many ways. So, yeah, I checked that out and um, also played a little bit of my Priest. But, honestly, I didn't really need to. This is a class I've been playing for nearly 15 years, so I know a lot about it. I've been through the ups and the downs. I've been through all the changes that Holy and Disc and even Shadow have gone through, some for better some for worse. So, did you do anything else in the game other than the priest? No, I did pretty much just the priest stuff. Um, I booted up my warlock a couple times just for a little random housekeeping stuff. I've been yep. checking like crazy to see if I'm in the beta. I'm not. I'm looking in the launcher, checking yeah. my emails. The emails are very flaky. So, yeah, the launcher is probably going to be the best way. All right. So, here's And the I've thing. been like shutting the launcher down, relaunching it. <laughs> Is that yeah. should I be doing this? Is it going to automatically I mean, refresh? I'm not sure. I thought one time I had to because I was just there staring constantly in the past. Yeah. I thought one time I did have to do a refresh, but I'm not sure how it works now. And when it when it shows up in the in the drop down menu, yes, what exactly does it say? Because well, mine says like public test realm or something. That's not it, right? It's it's no, going to say okay. No, it won't say that. Where's my right. um? I know I've got mine says something weird after it with like a bunch of letters too. Oh really? So yeah, on the left it's going to say Shadowlands Beta, and then the account on the right might say something weird with like some weird letters. But yeah, you're just looking for Shadowlands Beta at this point since the alpha has moved on into it. So hopefully you'll get in that. You is it in the it. drop down or is it on the left? It's on the left in version, not under account. Have you been checking on the right under account? 
it's on the left under version. You click where it says World yeah, of Warcraft. The, the yeah, the drop down above the play button. Yeah, yes. it'll it'll be in development and it will say Shadowlands Beta. It'll be up on I understand. above public It's testing. not the uh, an icon on the left where no. Call of Duty is and Modern no, no, Warfare. No, 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 no. It's going to okay. be in that little drop down menu. So you guys can make sure you sign up and check there because there's some things you can experience and have fun with without really spoiling it. But I have been wanting to get in there. I'm not sure. I think PvP might be up or I queued, but I didn't get in. So I, I want to check out. It is driving like me batty that I, I'm not in it. Like, I, I, like, <laughs> I don't want to play it, but the fact that I'm not in it is actually making me more mad because I want to just do something. Mm-hmm. I want to do anything. I, I make a character. I'm not going to play a lot of it, yeah. but I want to see it. Well, it's more important right now that people that are actually going to get in there and test things are in. Nah, so that's why it's good. I'm to not going to get involved in that. All right. Well, then you probably don't notes. deserve to be in the beta. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the thing with the priest... I didn't like the eyebrows. That would be oh my, my feedback. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we did have some <laughs> feedback that actually ended up into the game. I remember you wanted a shirts mini holiday, and we talked about that, and then that kind of showed up a little bit later. There's Wait, now a holiday that? around I... shirts. Don't you remember that conversation oh, yeah. we had? <laughs> yeah. You're doing the important work, John. All That's the right. big stuff like I want that. some Colin... Uh, what's, his, what's that guy's name with the eyebrows? Colin uh, Farrell? Yeah, I want his eyebrows. Pretty sure you can have those on human males. They're a little. Unwieldy. Doesn't he have strong eyebrows? He does. <laughs> strong eyebrows. <laughs> All right. So that's all the right. Priest. What's going on? We're, we're talking about priests. Um, what now, exactly can we say about priests? Well, they're a unique class because they are the only class with two healing specs. And I think one of them is the easiest, potentially the most straightforward healing spec in the game, and that would be holy. And the other yep. one is certainly the most complex, difficult, confusing, I think especially for new people, maybe the hardest healing spec in the game, and that would be discipline. Now, it wasn't always that way. They did try to make holy a little more complicated in the past with chakras, and you were swapping these forms and things, and discipline used to be somewhat easier because you had bubbles that were really your focus, and you wanted to get those up on everybody, and I kind of like that in Miss of Pandaria days, but now it's become where disc, you basically do damage to heal, and holy is really just very straightforward, where you're using spells to sort of react you're not really setting up a lot of stuff and yeah there's a little bit of finesse going on with some of the things and figuring out whether you want to do aoe or a single target heal but i think holy is kind of the most straightforward just sort of i'm a healer this is what my role is spec in the game yeah i I mean i did the holy long time ago and i remember just like because with disc you have the atonement things that you're talking about you have to set up all these bubbles and then do the damage to heal everybody yeah i mean let's sort of take it with one spec at a time though just so you don't confuse people so talking about holy right away um i mean you're sort of the jack of all trades master of none i do feel like because i did some of my mythic dungeons as holy and not disc last expansion just because during certain things like grievous wounds so i ended up playing holy a bit more than i wanted to i like discipline more than holy but sometimes i had to go holy because the only thing that i kind of felt comfortable with in the situation that's because they have a lot of ways to sort of deal with anything like they have aoe they have single target they have dots like renew they're not the best dots or i'm sorry hots like i wish we had well i guess we have dots too but they're not the best hots like a druid but we have something that we can kind of handle every situation as a holy priest Mm -hmm. you're very well rounded but you don't have like the best of anything i feel like and that can be sort of a weird spot to be in well when i played i did like one dungeon i think with holy and uh I was just doing a lot of single target heal, heal, heal stuff. Uh, right. And, and, and I wasn't really paying attention to doing any damage at all. Whereas with right. disc, it's kind of like an added bonus that you can contribute damage and healing at the same time. 
I don't think it works like they want it to because it's supposed to be where you do more damage than the average healer, which wasn't the case because druids were doing a shitload of damage at, at a certain point last expansion. And so that makes up for the fact that your heals per second are lower than everybody else. And then also you have all this setup, and especially with global cooldowns, it can feel awkward. So you have all this setup as discipline. You have to get your atonements, which is a buff that pops up on people and yourself. So basically when you use certain spells like your bubble or power word radiance, you're able to get this atonement buff up on other people and when that is up and when that's active and it may be six seconds nine seconds whatever you have it spec for and it's changing a little bit in shadowlands that then the damage you do to an enemy will heal the friendly player that you have atonement on now the problem comes when you don't have an enemy to damage so something like with some of the affixes on mythics like in battle for azeroth where there were these wounds constantly going out and you had everybody in your party was just bleeding 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 but you were looking around like okay we're between packs right now i have nobody to damage so then you had to turn to things like shadow men spam which isn't a great spell because then they end up taking some of the damage over time and it's really like if you see a dis priest and most of their healing is done through shadow mend it might be a sign that they really don't understand how to play because most of your healing is supposed to be done through atonement and then you use shadow mend which is sort of like a straightforward holy priest version of the flash heal to basically heal during those times when you don't have anything to dps or you it's really like an oh shit emergency moment but dis doesn't really have a lot of ways to deal with that so we make up for that by having ways to absorb and reduce damage with our bubbles and i always thought that was really fun i always loved being really it's really a juggling fun. act yeah like I it, loved being like it really, truly really, is really really because tanky characters and that's what a dis priest is it was always fun for me in pvp mm-hmm. and stuff because you have all these bubbles and all these ways to absorb but then they turned it into okay it's not just the absorbing we're also turning you into sort of this class where you do damage to heal so juggling act it's a total juggling act so when i did it like like the one thing i noticed though is that it's the timing of all of it, right? Making sure that you have the atonement mm-hmm. on everybody with the bubbles mm-hmm. and all that. And then you have like this small window to do damage. Yes. And I didn't feel like, now this is just me, a noob playing the character, you know? Right. I didn't feel like I was healing very effectively as I was dealing damage. And I would just keep falling back on the flash heal or whatever the disc version of that is. Right. I kept falling back on that. Because that was like way more effective. Like if I yeah. saw the tank was in trouble, I would just stop and just go to that that heal instead. Well, that's why and- you always want to keep people like topped off and be prepared for incoming damage. Like you have to. Yeah. You can't get away with as much as a dis priest. Like you can maybe get similar results, but you can't get away with anything. So you have to know when incoming damage is coming and set up for that. Make sure everybody's topped off. Make sure the tank has a bubble. Like you have to kind of know what's incoming and keep people ready. Like you can't make up for lost health as easily as somebody else. Like a druid might just throw a bunch of hots and all of a sudden, yay, everybody's full. You can't. You have a lot of setup. You know, I think I like the idea, but I don't think our main way to heal should be that. I think that should be just a bonus way to heal. And I wish we had some other tools in our kit because it can be hard with certain like i said mythic weeks where you're just like fuck this i can't play disc i have to play holy unless you're a really top end player and you know you have it really depends a lot on your group because there's certain groups i'd go in even if it was a high key and you know because the group was good and they were interrupting and they knew what they were doing or they were off healing or whatever i was like okay this is good as disc you're actually better going in as disc because you're doing some damage but if you have a group that's not doing any of that and they just expect you to make up for them standing in things or not interrupting you're just like okay i'm not even going to bother playing disc because i can't react all this you just can't do it all you have setup you have global cooldowns and you have that trickle heal so it really becomes about doing the most damage you can so you can do the most healing you can so it's not mm-hmm. something i'd recommend for people unless they were ready for that and you need macros to be able to do this spell i'm, I'm sorry this spec properly you know we have certain 
at spells like penance that heal a friendly player but hurt a non-friendly player. And you have to figure out, okay, do I heal one target with penance or do I heal everybody with penance on an enemy because they're going to all get a heal if I have atonement on them. You have all these choices to make. And so I also have a lot of macros basically that are set up so I can have the tank still targeted, but I can DPS whatever he's DPSing, whatever he's looking at. Yes, it's gotten me in trouble sometimes because he's looking at something else and I pull, but it's it, it's always funny between me and my friends. But So it auto-targets what he's fighting? Yes. So I don't have to detarget him if I'm healing him actively. So I have mm-hmm. a lot of things like that kind of bound just in case. And I have a, you, you have a lot of stuff going on. It's not like holy, you know, where it's just like, okay, I get what I'm supposed to do. There is one macro, though, that I think both priests should have in the healing spec, and that's the feather macro. So Priests have really bad mobility, and we have kind of two ways to speed ourselves up, and one of those is with Feather, and I think that's the best one right now. And usually it's targeted on the ground. You can drop it for other players, which can be important, but you should also have one where it drops it at your feet. And so there's a a Feather macro you can sort of look up where it drops at your feet, and that'll allow you to speed burst really fast without having to do all that stuff. And I mean, that's what the priest really needs to me, just a lot of ways to sort of make things more streamlined that other classes already have. You know, Druids can already run off and do that. They don't need to drop something at their feet. Like we just have so much setup. I feel like, especially right. with discipline, especially with this global cooldown, that I think we're in an awkward place. I mean, disc is interesting because we're going to be able to double dip on a lot of covenant abilities because a lot of covenant abilities are designed for damage and healing at the same time. So there is an AOE thing with Kyrian, which is good for me because I'm disc and I want to be an angel. So I'm going to do that. I don't know. Anything else you want to add about holier disc before we talk about shadow? Um, I really enjoyed, uh, disc to be honest. Um, okay. I, I do like just how active it is. You know, yeah. when you're, do- it, when I did the holy, I felt like I was just like a zombie looking at the health bars, you know, well, and you always be active at every second, because if you, if nobody needs healing then start DPSing on any healer, True. Like, that's a, that's a misconception. People think, oh, only disc or fist weaving should be DPSing. No, every healer should be DPSing. If you're not actively healing, there's always something to do, whether it's dispelling right. or I, I just feel like the disc, like it, it was like just more like okay yes you need to do damage to yeah. make this all work it's a lot that, harder work to get yes. less results it's like yeah. sometimes you're like why am i doing this you know <laughs> whereas with the holy i could kind of just just be the healer person only yes. and get through every, we can all get through it easily you know yes. whereas with disc i felt like i had to get just be more active just be more in the minute of what's happening you and, have to because if somebody yeah. falls behind like health wise you're just looking around like oh, what am i supposed to do because this little bubble isn't as strong as it used to be back in the day. It's not going to keep them safe for very long while I wind up an atonement heal or actually start spamming shadow men and run out of mana. So you have to be ready at all times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you want to talk about the shadow? Shadow. Yeah. Shadow is a, is a spec that's in trouble. It's not going into a great place in Shadowlands and it's is not in a really? great place now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think void form is the main issue. So we have shadow form, which I've always liked. And then they added void form, which is a form you sort of want to stay in as long as you can and makes your damage more and you're, you're like even more purpley. But Shadow used to be cool because you were like sort of a health and mana battery for everybody. You were almost like disciplined back in the day. You had that trickle heal. And I used to like Shadow. I thought it was cool. My heart was always with a warlock, but Shadow was very cool. It just had this really nice kit. But then they started changing it, and I think I just have no interest to play Shadow. And I don't really because I had a lot it. of fun doing Shadow. I really did. Yeah, but you're and, low level. Wait till you get yeah, to the true. max level and see the issues with it. Yeah, so you have like the shadow form that you're always in, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much, that gives you like 10% buff on everything. And 
You're just like this big blue glowing kind of badass, honestly. You're not blue. Yeah, bluish purple, whatever. No, don't call Shadowface. They're doing shadow damage. Blue. It's a it's a violet. Sure, it's in the blue family. Okay. (laughs) So you're in shadow form, and you're like this just glowing violet, Mm -hmm. like badass. And you know you have this insanity uh, that you're building up and using yep. uh, for void inter- interruption, which is kind of like the main event. That's like your big finishing move, you know. Um, and when you go into this, you know you also have this void form that you can maintain if you're if you're maintaining the insanity with the spells. Right. And you're just kind of like overpowered at that point, and it's just like this cool like. Just visual badassery it's that's very going Cthulhu, on. Very cultist. Very yeah. You're like yeah. floating above the ground and stuff, and yep. and all these, these this cloud of violet is all around you. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I I I just kind of found it like super fun. And like it, it's funny though because you said like the warlock. Like it, okay, here's my takeaway from all this. The priest really is fucking great. Because there's so many ways to play a priest, you know, and and going from shadow to disc just shows you how varied it really is. Yeah, some other classes are like all kind of play the same, like DK or something, you know. Yeah, so like shadow, you know, kind of has you know the kind of magic stuff going on that a warlock might have, but then you also have this heal stuff that's just kind of hanging out, the flash heal and all that, and the bubbles mm-hmm. that you can pull out if your party gets in trouble. Which I really enjoyed that aspect of because I went into a dungeon as DPS, but our healer fucking sucked, you know. And I kept helping out, and I felt like I was really contributing to what was happening. Yeah, because you also get mass dispel, which is one of the most powerful dispels in the game can take off things like paladin bubble and things that aren't usually dispellable so you have a lot of utility as a priest no matter what spec you are yeah which is interesting because you you can always be active and always help out yeah i mean i i listen i thought the shadow was really fun i think disc is fun too and i would do that again as well because it's just a diff- totally different experience all within one class mm-hmm. and I, you, i'm really if you wanted to play seriously at like high level and you were yeah. actually going to start to go into mythics even if they were low levels you think I shadow's gonna recommend... be trouble i don't do you think sh- shadow think in the long term handle... is not good <laughs> i don't think you could handle it well shadow why, why very... do you say that though if i'm just going as dps why couldn't i handle it uh, void form is very punishing. If you make any little mistake, your damage is going to be cut way lower than it would be if you make a mistake on another class or spec. Just the dot management of shadow is very tricky and it's very punishing once again. I, that Everybody that plays a shadow priest is pretty upset that they have have not really reworked it because that's what they've been asking for going into Shadowlands. And this is Shadowlands, Shadow Priest. Shadow Priest should be awesome. You know, the funny thing is I end up leveling as Disc. I end up DPSing as Disc as I'm leveling, obviously. I end up really never using Shadow, and that's unfortunate because I would love to be able to be able to level faster with Shadow, but it just seems like discipline is way better. And we have people saying the same thing that, you know what, I'm a priest. If I decide to play my priest, if I do Torghast, I'm going to do it as Discipline. People so do you think that this is, priest is actually better for DPS two than Shadow? They're not going to have higher DPS. Okay. But people are just saying that it works out better because with sort of a low ramp up time with this compared to Shadow, like you have to be on a boss for a while to really build up and get the insanity and stay in void form. And then maybe you're going to be doing well. It used to be like old school Affliction Warlock. Like you didn't want to kill 10 things really slowly, but on a boss that was up for 10 minutes, that's when Affliction Priest really started. I'm sorry, Affliction Warlocks. Affliction Priest would be cool. Affliction Warlocks really started shining so like there's just such a ramp up time with shadow and what are you doing like going into torgas killing a bunch of stuff like meanwhile a melee dude just runs in some warrior just kills everybody at once you're just like why am i here i guess from like a warlock's perspective it didn't seem like i was 
causing any less or more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it just felt kind of like similar in a way yeah. as far as the amount of damage I was causing. I mean, you can't really tell at level fifteen. You got to get to max You're level. Right. You got to go on target I was, dummies. You got to remember what level I got to twenty. Twenty thirty. Yeah. None of it matters. You might as well be fifty if you're ten. They're all the same yeah. until you get to max. Because like you you're don't even 50, have flash 10. heal. You don't even have flash heal uh, at max level on Shadow. Now the thing is, I heard that they were giving all priests back flash heal and Shadowlands, but I looked and discipline doesn't have it back. We're still using Shadow Men. I mean, they are giving us some things back in Shadowlands, like Shadow Word Death, which is a finishing move. And so the cool thing is in PvP, if you see like a mage targeting you and they're about to sheep, you hit that and then you'll get it. If it doesn't kill them, you get hit with the damage after and then it'll knock you out of sheep or CC. So there's a lot of cool things that we have coming back to us um, in Shadowlands because they're, they called it the great unpruning. But I, it's honestly just like two or three things that I don't know if are going to make a huge difference. We are getting a mind blast back as discipline, which is going to be a nice way to give us a burst of healing. But they're taking away the absorption of smite. So usually as discipline, you started smiting people and it would put an absorption on them so the next damage that the enemy did would be absorbed by your smite now that's going into mind blast which has a cooldown and smite is really just your filler so we're getting a lot more buttons to play with but you really if you make like one wrong move or you hit one wrong thing you're kind of ruined your global cooldown and it doesn't even make any sense things like rapture which is a spell that you hit it makes all your bubbles be able to be put on multiple people over and over because there's usually a cooldown between bubbles sorry i'm talking a lot of garble but things like rapture need to be off the global cooldown because there seems like there's no place for it because like you said you're weaving in all this stuff in between these moments and balancing and it's just like really harming a spec like discipline because we don't have time to really do this setup and get this ramp up going to heal So the thing I like about the priest, though, is it's all about the balance between the light and the void, you know, holy shadow. And in the middle is discipline. You know, holy is the light. Shadow is the darkness. Discipline is in the middle. We're supposed to be able to use everything. And that definitely plays into the lore of priests. And I think it might be playing into the lore of actually World of Warcraft and maybe some upcoming expansions or patches where we're kind of setting up potentially for a battle between the light and the void. And... I know there's a lot of famous priests in WoW. John, I'm sure you know some of them, like Velen, Alonza's Fowl, Tyrand, Akalia, Anduin Wren, of course, the current king of Stormwind. There's a lot of priests we all know and potentially love, but one of my favorite priests is lesser known, Archbishop Benedictus, because he is like the Emperor Palpatine of WoW, and he made me realize that priests are like the Sith of World of Warcraft. There is no good and evil. There is only power. And those too weak to seek it. I'm scared. All right, now play this World of Warcraft character, Benedictus. Play his clip. There is no good, no evil, no light. There is only power. So what are you saying? These guys I'm ripped off George Lucas? They ripped off. <laughs> he. I mean, what they're saying is... He's basically Emperor Palpatine, and I love that message. There is no good. There's no evil. There's no light. There's no darkness. There's only power, okay? And that's what I love as a discipline priest because I feel like, you know what? That's my mantra. I'm pulling from all these things so I can be powerful. The thing with priests, unlike paladins, really, all you have to do is have faith in the light. You don't have to be good. You just have to have faith. If you have faith in something, which is why the Scarlet Monastery and all that shit with them, like they can still be powerful, uh, the Scarlet Brotherhood, because they have this really extreme 
zealot faith. And so that's why they have this power. And that's the cool thing about priests. And I think that's why they made that connection with this character with Emperor Palpatine. So you can actually go and kill him in a dungeon. He's pretty cool because you start off the fight and he's like all holy and happy. Like, come on here. Come behind the wall. I'll keep you safe. And then you go in there. He traps you in there. And he basically goes shadow and starts with his speech. Like, yeah, there's no good. There's no evil. There's just power. And you guys are going to die. So it's just kind of a really fun fight. And he's been around in the game for a long time, sort of from the beginning of Warcraft, and um, he's got some legendary gear named after him and all that. So the thing I like about the priest is that sort of all different races sort of have a different way to embrace their power. And so human priests are associated with the light and the holy light, the church of the holy light, the cathedrals and all that, more of that real life religion stuff you were talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. Forsaken priests, some of them are a part of the cult of the forgotten. So that is more like a cultist sort of shadow. Troll priests, of course, are witch doctors and they embrace the voodoo magic. So Torin priests are known as seers. They use the power of the sun. They're sun walkers. Uh, Gnome priests are viewed as medics, doctors, and surgeons. That's their faith isn't science. So you really have to have faith in something as a priest. Truly believe it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that same religion. It could be science. It could be the sun. I think that's cool because like cult herons, which is one of the new allied races we got, they are tied priests. You know, it's associated with just the power of the ocean and all that. So it's kind of like as long as the caster believes what they're doing is right, the light will follow them. So you have to have this faith and belief and power in something. So it's pretty cool. And I think just priests are a great class lore-wise, but... I just think they're fun to play. I really do. And I hope you continue. No, I actually really like, I enjoyed it a lot, honestly. And it's funny, like, because Anduin is a priest. Yes. But you look at him, he doesn't seem like one. He seems kind of more badass. Well, he wields his father's weapon, (laughs) which now glows with a holy light instead of a red warrior light. And so, yeah, I mean, he kind of is dressed like a paladin. You know, he's wearing like this heavy gear, but right. no, he has this light and shadow thing going on within him. And I think they're setting him up to kind of go batty. Oh, is that right? into the darkness. Yeah, there's been a few like lore Kanye type stuff. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Please, <laughs> let's not take us there. I know everything, all roads lead to Kanye with you. Um, but no, I like Anduin. I think uh, if you're interested in his sort of development, there's a couple of good books and just sort of that his interesting relationship with Rathion, who was a dragon, and their friendship and how they sort of came at odds here in Battle for Azeroth and just all the struggle he's been through. You know, Anduin tried to temper his father, who was a warrior and is now dead. He tried to teach him to be more compassionate and kind and kind of embrace the Horde. He was friends with Bane and Thrall and Jaina was as well. So Anduin is kind of like that good guy he's supposed to be that good guy but he's almost being set up to almost be like once again going back to star wars i really think priests have the biggest star wars connection a little bit like darth vader and oh, um, really anakin yeah because you have anakin who didn't start off bad right and then yeah. he got pulled to the dark side just because he had that faith and belief and he was trying to do the right thing you know and arthas is sort of like that too and people keep making this anduin arthas connection because they're, they think they might be following the same path. So we have been hearing a few voice lines, some data mine stuff, and just kind of showing that even in a cinematic, we see... Wow, Andrew this is of, crazy, because Lich King's basically Darth Vader, right? Yeah, yeah, and he might be, yeah, the same thing. Like, there's a Star Wars connection with the priest and the paladin, for sure, because we have the dark side and the light side, and I think that that's definitely inspiring. So like, we have a cinematic where Anduin like, looks down at his hand, and it's like turning purple, and he kind of like pushes it away. There's like this temptation of power, which is basically like what Palpatine says. Now, Palpatine's like my favorite character in Star Wars. I think he's 
fucking hilarious and badass. So, I mean, it, it kind of made me happy when I found Benedictus was saying the exact same thing back in the day because it was just like, yeah, it's power and I can wield the light, I can wield the shadow. And so I think of priests as just sort of the Star Wars connection of World of Warcraft. So I don't know. I think you should bump the priest. Well, it's funny because, listen, I always, like, I just heard the word priest and I'm like, yeah, eh. yeah I know. Nah. Some dude in a, a robe, girl what? probably plays it. What does that it, mean? Which can be true. Yeah, like yeah. I, you know, I I went to CCD. I didn't like the priest. I don't want to be a priest. I Although know. my priest was cool, he had a Mustang convertible. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's was yeah. that added in the last patch? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my priest at CCD, he was a cool guy. Oh, uh. <laughs> I'm sure that's not all he was doing in the back of that thing. But let's not go there. Um, I yeah, the priest cool to me, priest. like, honestly surprised me. And it, and I, whatever you think about Shadow Michelle, this is just from my ex- brief experience. It kind of surprised me because I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. It, I thought it was just going to be all about healing, 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 and then you didn't know they had a DPS spec. Well, I just didn't know it was going to be that cool. Like, and just engaging. Like, I just yeah, it, it was just way better than I ever thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I totally recommend trying out a, a priest. Uh, lots of fun. I'm, my, my priest is definitely sticking around. Yeah, and I think that like if you're looking I, for I, a challenge, if you're yeah, and you've never thought to try a healer, try discipline because that you're going to be challenged to try to get it right. I think that it's a good challenge for for new people or even people that have been playing the game for a while because it's a lot to take in. All right, let's move on to some news. Now, we missed last week. We forgot to talk about this, that Blizzard will remove a longstanding fee required to change your gender in the pre-patch. It should be coming. So you're going to be able to go to that barber shop and basically become a female or a male at the click of a button with just a small fee, a little snip snip. And you used to have to pay fifteen dollars or so, I think. To that's snipping that is that is that the hair being cut or what is that? What was uh, that? It depends on what you're doing. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'll ever be doing this, honestly. Although I've always wanted like a blood elf male warlock because they used to have really cool casting animations, but then they sort of neutered all the casting animations. No pun intended with this topic. Yeah. yeah, and um, they made them all sort of the same. But um, and and Kael'thas is really cool. But I, I'm happy playing a girl. I don't think I want to play as a dude. Uh, have you ever wanted to no. maybe be a girl for a day? Not at all. No. Yeah, I know. I don't I don't know if anybody I know will be taking advantage of this, but I think it's a little weird that like every day they're going to be a new sex. It's like, I don't know. Somebody in your raid is going to be doing this. You're like, who is that? Oh, okay. They're feeling, That's true. They're feeling gr- it's, it could be a little confusing. I mean, but I, I can, I understand maybe why they did this just with the current political climate. Um, so that's that. Also, this was sort of big. Now, Ian had a interview with Preach, and it was more of a discussion, not an interview. And I think the big thing that came out of it was that they are not going live with destructible conduits. Now, conduits are those things that go into soul binds, which soul binds are from your covenants. And so they had planned that basically they were going to be destructible and they would have to refarm them. And a lot of people were having issue with that. And they sort of said, okay, fine, we recognize it. We usually don't like to talk about what we're going to do until we have an answer, until we have a fix. We don't have a fix for this. We don't know what we're going to do, but look, we get it. We're not going to go live with destructible ones. But then on Wowhead, there was some data mine information where they found 14 ranks of each conduit. And people are like, oh no, this could be even worse. We don't want ranks of conduits. This is a mess. I'm having a nervous breakdown. So people are hoping that's just some old remnant of a system, which is often found in data mining. They're hopefully there's just one rank of the conduits. Hopefully it's some sort of library system like we have with essences right now, where you can just unlock them. They're always there and you swap them. But here's the thing, John. Yeah. There's this term that keeps coming up. So basically, if you unlock something uh, 
through the uh, through the soul bind. You're, there's different levels of that one single thing. We don't know. That could be. We don't know if that's confirmed yet. So these conduits that get socketed in, basically, think of it like gems yeah. into these soul binds. Now they're not going to be destructible. But you're, there might be a cooldown on swapping them. They don't want you to really change it for every boss because here's this term they keep throwing out, and it is loadout. And they keep saying, you're going to customize your loadout. You're going to basically choose this soulbind and this loadout to do this activity. And I'm thinking, is this Call of Duty? I don't. As, really, as soon as you said the word loadout, yes. I thought Call it's of like Duty. Somebody now that they're Activision Blizzard or Call of Duty is like, look, we need loadouts in a while. Let's have you go in, you pick a loadout, That's then funny. you PvP. My buddy Matt loadout. and I, we've got all kinds of loadouts. He's like, hey, yeah. what loadout are you using? I'm going to use yeah. this loadout. I don't want that. Oh. Cod bros, stay the fuck away from World of Warcraft. I don't want any loadout. I mean, Why not, though? Lot, What's wrong with that? Too What's... Much, because the conduits and the soulbinds are associated with your class itself, not your spec. How but if you, you have, have tabs of loadouts and. and but this is a fucking mess. If I. You, what if I like, let's say this I'm a paladin and I heal PvP but it, I do mythic raids as a prot tank now I had to choose a covenant and I had to choose a soulbind and conduits based on what my prot or my holy my PvP or my PvE everything is is so attached and so now there's going to be these different loadouts for each thing but one isn't going to be optimal for everything and so there's this sort of just never ending system of people going back and forth and changing everything before each activity and it's annoying and you have to juggle all this crap I mean right now you've got people with like 50 Azerite armors in their bag and they're swapping a million different things between different activities like it's a lot to handle and juggle what happened to the days of Burning Crusade even Wrath of the Lich King even Mists of Pandaria of just fucking but is this more modern game design I'm putting my Call of Duty hat on right now well here's the thing I I read this quote somewhere and I think this nails it Blizzard is designing for the audience they want to have and not for the audience they have that's what I'm saying. Is, what you're describing with the loadout mass market. How is that casual shit. though? That doesn't because seem casual it, to me. Because Call of Duty is a casual game. Well, I you, don't, because okay, here it's casual because you can put all the emphasis and attention into your loadout instead of your actual character, which took you a lot of time to build up and unlock and grind. That sort of play. But the loadout is things things that are in your loadout you have earned, though. I'm just That's telling not true. you that the Warcraft players don't want this. They're trying to appeal to some audience they don't have. And you have people, YouTubers, streamers, people on the forums, people like me, just saying, hey, take a second look at this. Your philosophy sounds great. Look, I agree with your philosophy about the game. But when it comes to real life and how it works, this isn't what an MMO is supposed to feel like. And you guys are on the wrong path. So they're doing a better job listening this time around. They are changing their minds about things like conduits, which is good, but I still feel like we're in a little bit of a shaky place and that, you know, they're designing for people that just don't seem to exist. I don't, I haven't met any people that are loving these systems that are layered on top of each other instead of just wanting this, uh, you know, attached to your character and these weird power creeps that keep happening between each patch where if you skipped a patch in the past, you were fine. You could come back in and play. Now you're not. Now somebody who does world quest has a higher item level than somebody who was doing mythic rating. It's very, very strange. So I know you're being, you know, call a duty hat guy and you're excited about loadouts, but I'm not excited about anything, but I'm just saying from a game design perspective, it does kind of make sense to have sure, different loadouts makes for different sense scenarios. In but this isn't working. Right. Like this is not working anymore. You've got people. But if you have scenario A, you want loadout A, and that right. becomes part of the game. Trying but I don't to perfect think you these understand loadouts. What the loadout entails? It's like seven different layers. It used to just be, hey, I'll swap specs. Hey, I'll swap some talents in that spec. Maybe you know, I'm right. going to, now it's like, okay, let me get the conduits out. I've got are these in my bag? Are they in a library? Let me. Swap so loadout that. is you're going to be this spec, this conduit, uh, right? 
And are the uh, loadouts they're attached to your class, not the spec itself? And what what happens with people who have different roles and different activities? I don't think it's going to work as well as I think it's going to. And so we're just going to have to find out and see. You know, we're in beta right now. I'm sure they're getting feedback, but the average World of Warcraft player doesn't even know these things are happening or that they're coming. You know, they're probably not going to figure this out until they start playing Shadowlands, and that's when it's too late. So that's why it is important that people are in there testing and give feedback and that Blizzard is actually listening this time. They've done a good job sort of fixing some errors, not in their philosophy, but in their actual presentation of that and how it works in real life. Now, here's an example of something I think you might like, John. In a couple of the last expansions, there's always been this one faction. You have to do these quests, and the quests are silly, whether it's a match game or Bejeweled or something like that. So it looks like we're getting Flappy Bird now in Bastion. It's going to be <laughs> one of the quests you can do, and there's a little video of it. It doesn't look great. Mm. What do you Why think about these little mini games this? in World of Warcraft? Well, it, it never works because the engine's always wrong. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it being an option, but if I have to like make sure I get enough renown and it, it involves me, so this having is like a, a dexterity day, contest to yeah. to complete a quest. You're basically just hitting space and jumping to stay between two like pillars of flame. I mean, listen. You know what? Fine. Put a little variety in the game. There's nothing wrong with it. I, you know, I, I've said before, you know, when they put uh, plants versus zombies in there, that was mm-hmm. fucking amazing, you know? That was very, very optional, though. It was to get a pet. And see, I think things yeah. like that are important. When you put these optional This is a quest, in, though. <laughs> yeah, this is something you may have to do if you want to keep up with your Kyrian. It looks painful, right though, honestly, just watching Sometimes it. Sometimes I just want to play my character and kill things. Can you just let me out in a big open map with a bunch of dudes and just let me kill them? Give me an option. Like, hey, you can skip Flappy Bird if you kill three birds. I don't want to discourage them from, from, from trying new things, but I I understand. And the thing is, I know whenever they try to do this stuff, it is always awkward and weird. You know, the engine and just the vehicle thing, and then I don't know. It's it's not working. They need to build some other tools. Their actual developers need to develop some other tools that can work in Warcraft because whatever things they have are not working. If you like, take a look at the thing with the turtles. You had to kill the crabs. The turtle made it to the water. You're opening up your vehicle panel and you're hitting one and two on an old vehicle panel. Like that's what that is. That they retrofit into being that shitty interface that always comes up for the vehicle thing. Yes, it's so bad. The talking heads (laughs) popping up. Like it's just like you guys, you've got to do better than this. Like the idea is nice. There's just remnants of oldness that are in this engine that will not go away you know and that right. one that vehicle panel is kind of lol when that thing pops up and you got to press the button i have never once set. enjoyed um, a quest <laughs> with a vehicle panel yeah i haven't or like wow all of a sudden i'm a troll now i gotta kill things this way like don't turn me into <laughs> something else but give me the vehicle panel like change yeah. my ui change my bar do something else it's very frustrating but the game's old okay so this is an interesting thing that was found there is now a guide recruiter npc in the shadowlands beta oh, be so you can oh, be no. a guide you can actually now final fantasy has what this. didn't really go over well there but here are your requirements you have to be have battle for azeroth pathfinder part one you got to be level 60 you got to be in good standing with your account and then you can help other players in a new newcomer chat channel so if you're new to the game you're going to go can you do this, this for gold I don't know. What are the incentives is my question. Because I might be interested in something like this if I have like a perk or a bonus. But if it's just to help people, then probably not because it could be frustrating. So, you know, I think uh, the big problem they keep running into once again is new players are very confused. They don't this have anywhere to turn. So now they can join this chat channel and be like, hey, how do you guys train flying? I don't know. If yeah, you know what? Here's what Blizzard <laughs> said. Listen. We got all these new players. They don't know what the fuck's going on. No. How are we going to fix this? Their retention I know. rate let's, for new players is not good. Let's have our player base solve our problem for yeah. us. Yeah, instead that, of hiring that, that, people. 
th- that's exactly what this is. They're saying, yes. you know what, just farm it out to the community. Let them fucking yep. Which help us out. Which isn't bad. I don't think it's going to work that it's, well, though. It's In a Final little Fantasy, insidious, it's though, because yeah. it's they should be doing this. Right. Well, you get a player icon above your head. Now, if you actually get perks, like maybe pets and mounts and money yeah. or something in the game, like maybe it's something I'd hop in and I'd like, hey, I, I'm waiting for my friends. Let me spend 20 minutes in this chat channel to help people with some questions. Well, what is it going to be, cool be like? Michelle, think about what this is going to There's no way in fuck you're doing this. This is going to be weird. I, well, if they Hello, had a certain one for certain. I have this quest and I don't understand it. Yeah. And then what and do you there's say? There's going to be a lot of trolling. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be, like, I know some people personally I, who might go in there and just be like, yeah. hey, here's what you do. You press um, Alt F4. That's what you do. <laughs> and you get out of there. And so it's like, it could be messy. But it's a nice thought, right? It's a nice philosophy. But what is again. the... I, I'm just trying to picture the conversation. Like, what I, mm-hmm. What would... Like, I... <sighs> First of all, Google. Like anytime I've ever gotten stuck on a quest, I just Google it. It's so easy these days compared to what it was when we started yes. playing. Because everything's everywhere. Every quest is on YouTube. You can watch yes. every quest being done. On I've YouTube never. Right now. I've been so. stumped for the longest like no, of like five to be minutes. Fair, John, there's a lot of confusion. They don't really hold your hand. Like they don't even direct you to go get your legendary cloak. For example, like do you have yours? No, no, you don't. I don't. So maybe, maybe I need to go in, in this room and yeah, say, and say uh, "Hey, how do I get my legendary cloak? How do I start the quest?" Maybe that's easier than some people googling that. Or maybe somebody. I might have say, Googled that though. Hey, I, I just hit max level. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing I need to do? And someone might say, go get your damn legendary cloak. So I think that there's going to be a place for this. You know, there's so much in this game that, and as a new player, like, they don't even know to go in there and turn on auto loot. Is that on by default? Because I don't remember. Auto loot is not on by default. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the not. AoE. AoE is. In Shadowlands, oh, okay. you're going to unlock it at level eight, but auto loot is not. So some people, you know, they just, the first thing I do when I go in a game, and not everybody's like me, is I go into the graphic settings and I go into the interface settings and I do all that first. I set up my key bindings and whatever. Most people aren't like that. So, you know, there's a lot of confusion even doing that for new people. And I think this could be helpful. They have it in Final Fantasy. They have it in some other games. We'll have to see what the incentives are and if you can kind of move in and out of it, like turn it on and off. Because I don't want to always be in this channel with a bunch of people screaming all the time. So let's talk about this. This is a topic that was brought up that I'm a little concerned about because I do play with somebody. So will friends or spouses be forced to choose the same covenant? Because when you choose a covenant, let's say you're deciding to go here and Bastion. It's a good question because so I have somebody that I do kind of world quest with every day or whatever I'm leveling with. Let's pretend this, John, get get yourself in other people's shoes. Now, when you choose a faction. Well, or, of course you do. Hold on. Let me finish. Yeah. You have access to certain teleports around the town. Say, for example, in the Kyrian with Bastion, you can teleport around with these certain mm-hmm. energy anima things and you teleport. So if you're doing quests with somebody and you can take the teleport and they can't. So that means like every husband and wife has to basically be so in the, the same covenant. That's fucking but if stupid. Same, what if, if he's you're in a the warrior same party, and that's better for him? We don't if know if it's going to work in the party, same party. We don't know that. We don't know that. That would be nice. Like, hey, you are an esteemed guest of blank. This will follow the party leader's faction. So if I go to Revendreth and my husband has Revendreth, then all of a sudden I can do what he's doing because he chose that because he's a rogue and he and Revendreth is the best for him. So I can go there and I can take his teleportation system or I can do his quest. But that's not going to be the way it is. There are certain events, there are certain quests that are only in if you're part of that covenant. Say that dinner party, for example. So if you do have somebody you play with and you always play with and you may want to choose the same covenant as them because you won't be able to do every activity together. And so some people think that this could be a problem because obviously you can't just because you're friends with somebody or married to somebody or whatever it is, you may not always want to be part of the same covenant. So hopefully, like we're saying, it but does You could say part. the same thing about the same alliance. So That's different. 
Because every or that's, same that's faction. stupid. That's stupid. That's no, it's the not. Thing I've heard. Yes, it is. Because you there's everybody on a faction. You don't have to choose a different faction because you're like a warrior. So if I'm a if someone's a warrior and someone's a priest, their covenants may be completely better or worse for each other. With a faction, there's nothing like that. You all you have options. So that doesn't make any sense. You are forced to choose a certain covenant if you want to be the most powerful, pending your spec and pending your class. You are not right. forced to choose a certain faction. So I understand you have, what you're saying, but you can't blame. Yes, you can. That's stupid. Hopefully, it takes the the party leader's covenant, like we're saying, and then we well, can that would make the most problem. sense. Is that right. if you're in a party, then you get the benefits of my covenant. Right. This is supposed this- to be a game you play with other people. It's World of Warcraft. It's an MMO. You're supposed to group up, up and be able to do things. So, if to do that, you need to be in the same covenant. That would be an issue. Is it going to be? We don't know. Maybe it'll take part of the party leader's covenant. Maybe you'll be able to use the teleportation system, or maybe you just have to get your ass on your mount and ride the slow way when you're with your friend. But it does seem silly that you can't use those zone perks, which well, is that part would of actually- Actually, really suck. Kind of, it's like I'm going to take yeah. the portal. I'll yeah. meet you there in about 20 yes. minutes. Bye. I could, yeah, I could see that <laughs> happening. Let's say we decide to play together one day, mm-hmm. and I'm Kiri, yeah. and I'm porting all around. I'm like, yeah, I'm ki- I've killed everybody already. Where the fuck are you? And you're like, oh, well, I'm Venthyr, so I couldn't. Sorry. You know, hopefully they'll put in something like we say, where it uses the party leaders covenant maybe you're a guest of that would be kind of a way for people to experience maybe other things although i could see some groups popping up and looking for group like hey kirian leader yeah come group do me my for, stuff for, group me for, for this second group me for that. yeah i'll see you later that could be that could be a little messy yeah people outside the portals saying hey yeah with a group invite and then just disband <laughs> the minute you use the portal yeah that already people already do that now to like farm elites and shit mm-hmm. like that it's a little messy all right so really quickly like a technical issue tip if you are having issues after their most recent patch in retail with your mouse and camera sort of moving all over the place which i did and i've had to do this before you have to hit slash raw mouse enable space zero because you're turning on and off it's either zero or one with sort of your mouse moving and it doesn't play nice with certain things like the samsung software the razor software like i have so after this patch they broke something and i had to go in there and, and type that and it fixed it and this is all over reddit a lot of people are having issues camera moving with with my mouse without clicking anything help so you go in there and your character is just kind of jumbling all around so if you want to know what that exactly is i can put it in discord or whatever wait i think Google this it. is happening to me it, it, yeah there's been a couple times where i get like all jammed up as i'm turning and stuff is this it did it just happen with the last patch since tuesday yes yeah then you need to do that you need to raw wait, mouse since last zero. week no, it would just started Tuesday. What you could mm. have is um, you may want to turn off your never adjust camera in interface because I don't. The last don't like mind. week or two, I've been getting like I use the right click thing, you know, I'm walking to uh, to do the camera and, and the moving, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just muscle memory now. I'm just trying to describe it. You hold in the right mouse button and then you move. But I've been getting jammed up like in, like as I'm turning the last like week or two. I mean, it won't hurt for you to type this in yeah. just to reset because you, I know you do have But it is like a camera thing. Like the camera is yeah. like putting me in a weird situation and I'm not right. walking the direction I'm telling it to. Mm-hmm. It could be. I would also turn off in your settings, never adjust camera because I don't like my camera moving ever either. And that's going to be in settings. So do the raw mouse enable space zero. Do the never adjust camera, and that should fix anything like that because that is definitely annoying. I went in immediately. I was like, okay, time for me to do this again because I remember the last time this happened. All right, so there's been a couple of other uh, interviews going on really quickly, one with uh, Windows Central. I'm not sure really what to take from this. I guess they're talking more about covenants and catch-up mechanics, saying that you're going to be able to keep your renown with the covenant, your progress, basically, even if you swap from another one and then go back. It says here, swapping into another covenant will not be hard. No, but going back to the other one will be. But rejoining one. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Look, a lot of people are thinking they're going to open this up after the first patch that you can just join and swap any covenant. They're, they're not thinking this is going to last through the whole expansion. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to see. You know, I hope you, they don't cave on this. I like the seriousness of this choice. I don't want to be I, able to swap covenants. I think obviously you should be able to swap, but it should be a major cost. But I just don't think necessarily that our power should be associated with it. I think it could be transmog, could be mounts, could be just the arc. It could be where you mm-hmm. spend your most time doing your quests every day, where you do your world quests that really aren't in the game this time, but kind of are. Um, I'm not so sure if I like the abilities being attached to it because I'd love to have that vent there teleport, but I'm not going to do it. So I don't know. I I think there's ways to make everybody happy or more people happy. The only argument that I think is sound uh, is that if they start uh, they you know, fuck, fucking with shit, a year from now and people are like what the fuck first patch yeah or or three months from now and they're like well i picked this because of this Mm -hmm. and then you just changed it like i get that what's gonna happen is something is gonna be completely broken and they're gonna have to patch it and they're gonna have to fix it and they're gonna find some of those before the game launches but they're gonna miss some of them before they do and there'll never be a way to get it really balanced so they're gonna do some adjustments and you're gonna have some angry people i'm torn like in one sense i do feel like your skill should determine how much damage you're doing is it? Do you want to know that, like, hey, this guy's doing more damage than me just because he chose that covenant and I like the art on this covenant? I'm kind of torn. On the other hand, though, I do like that we're making a choice. I think that it's, it's important we're making a choice. I love. I'm excited to really join the Karen. Yeah, see, that but, is you know, I'm looking at the me. other spells. And I'm like, damn it, permanent. I want to use that. That's fun. When when will I ever? So I have to roll another character just to be able to use that. Like, oh, that's a cool. Cl- so here's here's my problem. We are so desperate for new abilities for our classes. We haven't gotten any in fucking ages. You know how long we've had this last talent. Row, they ruined our talent tree. Then they give us this shitty Diablo talent tree, and they haven't given us a new talent row in ages. And now, finally, there are four new abilities for each class, okay, in the mm-hmm. game, and I can only use one of them. Perfect. I can only use one of them. Mm-hmm. It's the one I join. I look at these other three, I can't use them. And this is the first time in what, 10 years you've given me as a priest a new spell? Fuck you. So, you know, I'm a little torn, John. I'm a little torn. <laughs> I want saying. them to stick to their guns. I truly do. Yeah. I, I, I keep it. thinking about the joke they they did at the developer thing, mm-hmm. you know, about the four it. pins. Yeah. Like they know what they're doing. I mean that 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 do they? pin Have joke. You played Battle for Azeroth? No, I'm just telling you, when they did the pin joke saying yeah. that, you know, there's these four covenant pins that come with the collector's edition. Once you pick one of them or put one of them on your shirt, the other three are destroyed. They know mm-hmm. what they're doing. Th- th- well, so stick to it. I don't stick mind to having guns. to level four characters to see every. Stick to your guns. I don't mind don't having. Cave. I don't mind having to level four yeah. characters to see every covenant. What I do mind is maybe having to level four priests to see every priest spell and be able to use it's it. At annoying. Max level. Yeah, that could be a problem. So I'm a little bit torn, and I see both sides, and I'm excited to see how it's going to work out. Um, there is also some other news that Shadowlands is finally reintroducing the PvP trinket we used to have, which breaks CC functionality. It's only going to be obtained in PvP, which is exciting to me because that used to be something that you like chose as a PvP talent, and now you're actually going to have to make sure you have that trinket slot taken up by actually a PvP trinket, so there won't be as many maybe overpowered PvE trinkets in there. So that's just coming back in Shadowlands as well. So <sighs> I don't know, John. Anything else from the week? What is this? Auction House Dance Party add-on? What? Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking at MMO Champion. Auction House Sounds Dance Party July me. 22nd. How do I get that? Oh, it's not an add-on. It's a new micro holiday. <laughs> it's going to be around an entire day. Go to the auction house and there'll be a disco ball and music playing. Yeah, I'm good. Why? I don't know. It looks like there was one in 2018. Yeah. I guess I've never paid attention before. 
I've never the seen the floor these is all like lit up maybe, and stuff. Maybe they upgraded the appearance of it because some of this stuff looks new. Yeah, once again, designing for the audience they don't have. <laughs> I've never known anyone that's like, I'm really excited for that auction house dance party. This is what why I play World it? of Warcraft. You just slash well, dance you, and that's it? You get annoyed. You try to look up <laughs> like a gem you need and then music plays and there's people dancing right. next to you. That's what you do. Yeah, it's like an SNL skit with those Yeah, it is an SNL guys. skit. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all right, so before we get out of here, in closing, I hope everybody tries a priest. Don't don't be tainted by, oh, it's a healing girl's class. Well, no, I did <laughs> think this, Michelle, because I relate it yeah. to you. And you're <laughs> well, like if a guy starts playing the game and he gets his girlfriend to play, she's probably going to be a resto druid or a holy priest. Sometimes, not probably, maybe sometimes. So, do you guys play a priest? What do you think about priests? Are they that one class you won't go near because you don't want to wear a robe and throw holy spells? What What is keeping you from the priest? Maybe I guess John, what is keeping you from it? Just the stigma? I just just as a as an outsider looking in at the priest, I just didn't really understand what it was. I, I just okay. saw the word priest okay. and I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> want to be a priest. It's the real life taint for you. You thought you were well, going to just, It's just confession. like, you know, you think of like, you know, playing an RPG, you know, oh, a warrior. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking yeah. badass. Oh, a warlock. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah. And then you look at priest, you're like, what? A priest? Like, I don't, See, I don't get that. See, I'm always drawn to that. I like yeah. that because I feel like if there was one class in real life, if I could be, I would want to be maybe a priest. Or maybe like a shaman because they can come back to life. But a priest, I want to be able to cure diseases, heal people, help people, protect and support, but also do damage. And priests are all about like mind games and stuff too. We have mind control, which is really? one of the coolest. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> everything is ba- like psychic I guess, scream. We get into uh, people's uh, minds and destroy them. This is them. my That's Catholic upbringing. Do. I can't disconnect well, I was it raised from... Catholic too, but I disconnected I... at age five. I was like, this doesn't <laughs> seem right. But um, no, I think that priests are yeah. all about like mind stuff. Like we have mind control. So we can mind control somebody off a ledge. Like we get into people's minds and we destroy them. We have mind soothe so enemies don't attack us. We didn't really talk about that aspect of the priest. So I think they're cool. I think once again, this takes us back to Star Wars with mind control and Jedi mind tricks and things like that. That if you like Star Wars, you may want to give priests a look. But I think that's it this week. Next week, we are doing Demon Hunters and then our final class, Rogue. If you want to find us, head to videogameoutsiders.com. We have a Discord. We have another other shows, many other shows you can check out, including Video Game Outsiders. And I think that's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you very soon. Warcraft Outsiders, out.